0: For the next hour,
1: here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, the Foxster, Jamie Foxx, in this morning on a Friday, May 5th. I've never been called the Foxster Cinco de Mayo. It is. Ah, dude, that that was the one that was horrible. Almost blew out my
2: other side. Um, Here's the deal now, I. It, all this clean living and i can't celebrate cinco de mayo sure you
1: can you could have a nice ice cold water with lemon yeah. i'm buying jamie
2: yeah you would i mean it's all you, all you damn health nuts trying to help me out right
1: now um, wait 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 you're talking about me as a health nut <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you seen health my, have you seen my alfred hitchcock like silhouette <laughs> yes um by the way uh John Is John there this morning? Uh, John is. John had to run out for a moment. Okay, well, let me tell
2: you something. If you missed it, I, I just caught this. Um, you know, John Tabor's gifted and talented. This we know. Uh, he is a veteran. Um, all this sort of a Navy vet. Uh, you know, otherwise just a great American. Also, uh, very funny. Uh, I think the sense of humor we're looking for here is dry. But he did... I don't know how they got off on this, kind of like we did on, on Sean's show. They got a little bit off on a tangent. And this happened to be the theme was Star Wars. Name your favorite
1: Star Wars. It's because they had the marathon yesterday. That's had, okay. Well, that's, it was an AMC or whoever had like every Star Wars ever made. It was like 24 straight hours of, uh, I don't know, whatever. It okay.
2: Is. Well, but basically, I would he'd be like bamboo shoots underneath our fingernails. But anyway, he did an impression of Chewbacca that was better than Chewbacca. This thing, John Tabor. John Tabor did, and I thought if I, I would give up the one kidney I have, to be able to do that in the boudoir, because this thing was mesmerizing. He had it down, and it, as I said, it was it, he did Chewbacca better than Chewbacca. It was amazing, and uh, anyway, I'm not going to put him it doesn't on. Doesn't take spot. much
1: to entertain you, does? No, it, it. doesn't.
2: Uh, nowadays, it doesn't. But anyway. Um, Happy Friday, Happy Cinco de Mayo! Beautiful day outside. A uh, lot to look forward to. If You've got another busy weekend planned. I don't know if you're heading back south of the border again. I don't even ask anymore. Um, checking on your shipments, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry has gone on the straight and narrow, folks, and he's he's, he's terribly boring it's now. Scary, anyway, right? It's very boring. Well, hey, I but got anyway. something that's
1: not boring for you. Okay. If you're if you're wondering about a graduation present, and you could get somebody, and you think I was going to go spa in a veil, that's Well, a, I was thinking that's still that a great times, gift. Yes. How about some big baller brand? They announced their shoes yesterday. Saw that. The big baller brand, the ZO2 shoe line. The main pair now debuting for a mere $495 a pair.
2: And Mr. Congeniality, right out of the box, immediately says, if you can't afford them, you're not a big baller. So immediately he's alienated. But he thinks this is how delusional this guy is. He thinks he's going toward a target market, not the Gucci and what is the, whatever, Nikki Hahn or whatever, Billy Hahn, Terry Walter type shoes. He's talking about a brand of shoes. He's targeting market below the. Nike and whatever, so Nikes are not five hundred dollars. No, uh, the ones Sean Fox got one time were pretty darn close. Yeah, like one uh,
1: The Jordans are like what one fifty or so. Yeah, or but anyway, Kobe's? he's oh,
2: he's my. saying if you can't afford four ninety five, you're not a big baller. You
1: know what? I'm not a big baller. Try to imagine how little I care. You know what's sad, Jamie? Is a good oh. By the way, on his website, they're going to have delivery in November. No refunds. No exchanges. <laughs> You get the 495 big ballers. Now, let's just say, Jamie. Oh, you know these things are going wait, to be wait, built in I Indonesia. Some, I got something better for you. Okay. Uh, if you want a Lonzo Ball autographed pair of shoes, he will actually autograph them in the, and I'm quoting here, wet color scheme. Those are 9.95. So, those are a cool grand. Uh, but if you just don't have any and you want to get a big baller brand footwear item, I got something for you. Only $220.00. You can get Big Baller sandals. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and look, I mean, it's uh, the the world has changed. This was his tweet. I'm following the Big Baller brand, by the way, on Twitter. I'm sure you are. I know I am. It, it is like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, the sports world is changed forever. Introducing Lonzo's first signature shoe, the zo 2 Prime. Oh, by the way, we got $220 flip flops as well. Uh, that last six months. Shaquille just went off on this. Uh, <laughs> and Shaquille goes, hey, at LeVar Big Baller, real Big Baller brands don't overcharge kids for shoes. Uh, Mike Brown, the, who is now the acting head coach of the Golden State Warriors, that uh, had been LeBron's coach in Cleveland before they fired him, they asked him if he's going to buy his kids $500 shoes uh uh, no <laughs> uh Levar Ball, big ballers loose I mean you, you look this guy is either a doctor evil like genius or a complete and utter moron I'm not sure which I go back and forth on which way he is what if this guy sells somebody any you know there are gonna be people out there who was uh who was the guy that played uh somonttel Bennett from Houston he's already said he's gonna get him he respects the fact that. Uh, LeVar Ball is not going to go after Nike and Adidas, and he's going to do his own thing. Uh, Note to Mr. Bennett, that's because because Nike and Adidas and those people said, thanks, but no thanks. And Under
2: Armour, so he's having to market this through. Is it a Chinese conglomerate or whatever he's having to do? He's having to go overseas to get the financial backing. And my thinking is, okay, so... We are on a big buy American, hire American, right? So what does our our good friend Mr. Ball do? Is he goes overseas and starts tries to start this brand? So he's probably going to use sweatshop labor, and uh, and on top of that, he, you would think here's a guy, you would think he would go toward fifty bucks and below, right? To try to, oh no, oh no. this guy has his son hasn't played it, he hasn't even been drafted. He doesn't. He hasn't even been drafted yet, and he's putting this out there, at four fifty sandals at two twenty five, and a partridge in a pear tree. It's ridiculous. This man is demented. Seriously, he needs to be, he needs to be in a psych ward somewhere. Nothing against psych wards, but this guy is really off the charts. But you know, like you said, it, it, if it turns out making money, but I think he's he's generating something that. Uh, he's gen- trying to generate buzz for his kid. I gather that, but uh, I have a feeling a lot of GMs are going to would want to stay away from him. I don't, uh, and he's even trying to dictate that he'll go to the Lakers or the Clippers. Well, good luck with that.
1: Well, uh, Matt Powell, who covers the shoe business, uh, he's a big-time shoe news person, if you will. They keep up with all the marketing and tracking firms. Mm-hmm. His quote was, he goes, look, the uh, the Lonzo Ball first signature shoe is a setback for Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. None of the shoe companies are going to sign him now because he's got his own shoe. They could sell 10,000 pairs pair of shoes. That's not a threat to anyone. This will be very short-lived, and I think at the end, LeVar has cost his family a lot of money. For Lonzo alone, he could have gotten probably $2 million a year for four or five years on a rookie shoe deal, and if he's good, he could resign resign for a lot more uh powell also said look if they have initial sales it's probably fool's gold the first stefan marbury shoe uh, which is now sold by discount store steven and berry and i think uh Fred's discount store as well sold out then the rest of them sat on shelves collectors might like these first couple pair but sustaining that uh what was it sustaining the momentum will be difficult yeah uh our friend uh the three three i don't see the big brawler brand making it long at all that being said All the less privileged children overseas will be balling with their big baller bread shoes in no time. Um, I think it's intentional he jacked up the price. I I really do. And I think, again, he's making a splash. This guy is Don King and getting his name in the media. And, look, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to take up for him, Jamie Foxx. I'm going to take up for him. That's right. Pull over to the side of the road if you're driving. I'm going to take up. Why, let, let's compare, you know, but he see Michael Jordan have been into to it. He was criticizing the Jordan. He's criticized everybody. Uh, he's an equal opportunity. He criticizes President Obama. He criticizes President Trump. Everybody in between. Nobody's off limits for LeVar Ball, uh, except his kids. You can't talk. He can talk about other people's kids that you can't talk about his kids. Exactly. Which his kids, by the way, are very, very quiet uh, for the most part. At any rate, um, who are you going to trust more? LeVar Ball had a higher college scoring average than LeBron James. So he's got more credibility. LeVar Ball was a better college basketball player than LeBron James.
2: LeBron James didn't even play college.
1: Ah, details. Get out of here with that. My my statement is true. LeVar averaged more points a game in college than LeBron James. So, therefore, his credibility. I think he pointed that out one time, too. His 2.1 points a game at South uh, Poughkeepsie Junior College in California of the Maritime our Ladies of the Sisters uh, Clothed Veil Academy. Uh, yeah, but Lavar Ball, always inciting. Uh, he is a journalist dream, but at some point, do people get tired of it? I mean, I find myself right now, and I hate to say this, because I don't hold kids accountable for their parents, or, or vice versa in a lot of cases, right? I hate to say this, Jamie, but it's almost the truth. I'm actually sort of hoping this kid fails. And, and I, it has nothing to do with the kid. I just Le- – LeVar Ball is – like George Rabling said, he's the worst thing that's happened to basketball in 100 years. The guy's either a genius or a moron, uh, and, and it's up to you on, on which side you lie on that one. But it's almost to the point where he's just so over the top. And I get that it's shtick. I, I I do. I get that. But at some point you're going, is this guy really believing in himself? I mean, do you, th- you think he really believes this? Or is it just uh, Barnum and Bailey and he's, he's carnival barking?
2: Well – you know, obviously, all this is an attempt to make money, right? All of this is the the, the dollar bill is behind all of this, and I think I think he's got um, like I think to in your what your your previous statement is. There may be an initial hit on some of these shoes; they may fly off the shelves, uh, a sh- but pardon the expression, shelf life won't be very long because uh, you know you're talking about that kind of money. He had an opportunity here to really. Instead of going that route, as they said, he could his make a million or two million, in his first shoe deal safe money, with the companies like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, who have the capital, and uh, American capital to back it, and sell to let's see, I'm starting an underprivileged, you know, kids from the inner city. We're going to sell them for thirty bucks or something, or thirty-five bucks or forty bucks, which is still a lot of money to a lot, but at the same time, uh. That's how he could have gotten started. He could have gone that route, but no, he went for, you know, and I know people spend an ungodly amount of money on purses and shoes and things like that, and that is their right. And if they've got it and they want to spend it, that is. But there's just not, that's why they're called the 1%, though. And if you're counting on the 1% or even the 5% to uh, to make a living and market to, um, it's going to be tough. And uh, obviously, you know, I, I don't think he's going to a big baller brand. I mean, that's that's his that's going to be his stick, whether it's whether it actually ends up being a long term situation. But I can tell you, uh, if Under Armour, Adidas, and Nike don't want to do business with you,
1: it's going to be an uphill climb. Well, I think they're going to make an example. And look, we talked about this before as we get ready to go to break. The deal for LeVar Ball. The reason, in my opinion, and I'm not real smart, but I can take away all the answers that are not accurate, what you're left with is probably the truth. This is about control for him. Mm-hmm. If Lonzo Ball signs a shoe deal, which this guy said it'd be two to three million dollars a year for a couple years, if he signs that shoe deal, LeVar Ball is not in control of that deal. LeVar Ball has been in control of these kids since they were born. That guy's not wanting to give up control. If he creates his whole his own brand and he partners with Under Armour or Nike or Adidas. Mm -hmm. Now, Adidas is marketing that big baller brand shoe. They're dealing directly with LeVar Ball, who controls the purse strings. Now, Lonzo's going to get his own NBA contract. LeVar is is out of that one. But on a shoe deal, which is probably a lot more than what the contract and the NBA is worth, now LeVar is controlling all that money. And so he can disseminate that money, and and he has a lot bigger – uh, role in that organization, as opposed to not doing that. So, folks, this is about control. Let's just say, at some point, Lonzo says, "My dad is a complete imbecile. I'm tired of this." He cuts him out. Well, where's Lavar going to go work at Starbucks? You know, the big baller brand for the baristas. I don't know if that's going to fly or not. So, this is about control and money, and that's what they've done. Once uh,
2: Lonzo signs that first contract and the first check comes in, he's got independence from his dad. absolutely.
1: And his dad is, uh, as we all know. Is not going to, and the NBA guys, they're not going to put up with that. You know, look at Miko Grimes. Mm-hmm. It's the same situation. I mean, they're, they're not going to deal with that. Hey, <laughs> you guys. hey, they drug Charles Oakley out of the building. You don't think they would drag uh, others out? Yeah, they will. You listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walder, Jamie Foxx. We return. We're going to get into, yes, I hope Sean Fox is listening. I'm going to take up for a coach that deserves to be taken up for. You guys don't want to miss this one. ESPN 97.7, this segment sponsored by our friends at Pie Works, gourmet pizza by design. I had the wings there yesterday, Jamie. Really? I had the, the, the wings. I highly recommend them. Little hot wings are really good. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. Back in a moment.
3: Right now, if you're near Briard Street in Monroe or near Trenton Street in West Monroe, you'll spot something big happening in front of TP Outdoors. The Big Tent Sale. Celebrating the grand reopening of our West Monroe store. Through May 20th, TP has priced everything under the Big Tent at up to 80% off. This includes the Savage 64F Semi-Automatic twenty-two Long Rifle for only $97, plus a free box of CCI-22 ammo. Only at TP will you find the Club Blind from Primo's for just $77.97 and the Primo's Club XL Blind for just $88.77 and a federal 325-round box of twenty two LR ammo for an incredible $18.88. If it's at TP, it's on sale. Sporting goods, firearms, hunting gear, and hardware on sale at up to 80% off. Shop TP Outdoors right now through Saturday, May 20th because that's when the big tops come down at both stores. The Big Tent Sale, celebrating the grand reopening of TP Outdoors on Triton Street in West Monroe and TP Outdoors on Briard Street in Monroe. Hi, I'm Greg Tilley. Incredibly low pricing is going on right now in Bozier City. Listen up. A four-bedroom, two-bath, new double-wide for only $49,995. Wow. Visit us now or see it online at
1: TillysHomes.com. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge.
0: A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in, a front porch to call ours, a home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it.
3: Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen.
4: Morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny sky with warmer temperatures today in a high of 76 degrees. most Mostly clear skies, cold on tonight, a low 48.
0: Plenty of sunshine in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 82 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on
1: ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, rolling here on The Edge. A special note here, 945 our last of it. We're going to have a nationally known sports security consultant, uh, James DeMeo, in to talk about a, a few things that are going on in society today, uh, especially with some of the crazy stuff in Texas this week. Mm-hmm, twice. Uh, Jamie, in Northlake College, Really close friend of mine is the basketball coach at North Lake College, where the kids, they just had a couple kids killed, uh, or one kid killed. They had the stabbing at Texas. Did you see the deal they had in Arlington about the guy that goes into the sports bar and shoots the manager?
2: I did not see and that. Shoots, to be honest so, with shoots
1: a waitress in the leg, and a concealed carry guy uh, just happened to be in there and shot and killed the perpetrator. Jamie, that was about a quarter mile from where I used to live. I've been to that sports bar a million times, so it's just craziness going on. But anyway, I'm going to get James's uh, take on a couple of those things. What you can do to uh, to help protect yourself in a situation like that. What you can do to tell your kids if they're in a situation. This guy's absolute gold uh, when it comes to uh, proactive thinking. Anyway, I want to take you down to Florida. Charlie Strong uh, was fired at University of Texas. He simply did not win. Period. He did not win enough, and at he Texas, he was
2: like sixteen to twenty-one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he I mean, won some, but not enough. You got beat by Kansas. That's that was okay. the death. Since name,
1: before yes. World War II, you had not lost to kid can- anyway. So Charlie's out. So Charlie Strong gets the job very quickly at South Florida, and Charlie used to be, I think, the defensive coordinator at University of Florida. Was at Louisville, very successful. So Charlie rolls in there in January, I believe it was. So Charlie inherits – did I mention he inherited this team? Charlie Strong has not recruited one of these kids. He's got probably – probably knew maybe a couple from his time at Louisville or, or familiar with them, but he didn't recruit these. These are not his kids. And so they've had some issues this spring. So a Hillsborough County, Florida judge, Judge Margaret Taylor, absolutely eviscerates Charlie Strong in court yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, uh, there was a Bulls defensive end, LaDarius Jackson, was charged with sexual battery and false imprisonment uh, stemming from an incident earlier this week. He was in court, and the judge said, I am, quote, I am ashamed to be an alumnus of the school. And then she questioned publicly whether Charlie Strong had any control of his players. Now, this is the second South Florida Bull player to be charged with a violent crime in the past two months. Uh, At the very end of March, uh, a defensive back, guy named Hassan Childs, was charged with aggravated assault, marijuana possession, and an incident in which he was shot three times. Now, Strong uh, dismissed Childs from the team uh, pretty quickly after that. Here was the judge's quote. I graduated from South Florida in 1989, long before there was a football team. And while South Florida may not be ranked the top tier school in the nation, I was never ashamed of being alumni until now. I'm embarrassed and ashamed, Mr. Jackson. Let me just say that my USF diploma is not proudly hanging in my office. With uh, well, the judge uh, voluntarily recused herself, as you mentioned, uh, after her comments. All right, so Charlie Strong shows up. He gets uh, the job. Oh, by the way, here was some more of her comments. Coach Strong, if you were listening, in the last couple of months, there have been two arrests of your players for very violent felonies. No, no convictions, just arrest. Okay, uh, this court, and I'm sure I'm not alone, questions you whether you have control over your players. It's fairly clear you do not have control of them off the field, and I guess the only time, only time will tell whether you have control of them on the field. I would implore you to think long and hard. Whether being head coach at South Florida is a good fit for you before any other members of this community have to suffer at the hands of one of your players. You've
2: got to be kidding me. Well, dear Judge, since you've recused yourself, maybe you have a little more time to go get out of Hillsborough County and maybe go, oh, I don't know, go to Lexington, Kentucky, where that same thing happens. Go to Norman, Oklahoma. Go anywhere o- in Go America. anywhere in America. It's not just South Florida or USF in Tampa, St. Pete. Everywhere. And all this is, and what Terry and I talked about before we brought this subject up, is this is nothing more than a judge trying to get her 15 minutes of fame. She's getting it. Here's Charlie it. Charlie Strong hasn't even coached his first game yet. Did he take over some kids who may end up – by the way, the kid, the latest kid, Jackson, is from Birmingham, I believe played at Woodlawn there. And at this point, he hasn't been convicted of anything. Um, We can go on and on about this, and I hope we do because – This is these judges now. I mean, nowadays, I thought you're innocent until proven guilty. I thought that's the way our justice system works. Not in this lady's court, apparently. And she's already accusing Strong, who hasn't coached his first game yet, hasn't had his first fall practice, is already saying, "You obviously said." And she said, "Your performance on the field has yet to be seen. Whether he can do it. Well, it didn't. You know, it didn't work out at Kansas, but it worked pretty darn good at Louisville. So, and obviously, Charlie Strong wasn't unemployed very long." before. And by the way, one of the rubs against him at Texas was when he came in, he cleaned house pretty quick with a bunch of players. About six or seven of them were booted real quick. So don't go off, lady, when you don't know what the heck you're talking about, saying this guy doesn't have you don't know. You don't know. You know, I just think that's a that's a very broad brush to try to paint Charlie Strong with. And I'm not a defender of him. I don't know Charlie Strong. He doesn't pay me any money. But for her to say that, that pros, she didn't do her homework because if she'd seen what he had done at Texas, she that wouldn't have been uttered out of her mouth. She well, doesn't know what the heck she's talking well, about.
1: Prison is full of people that graduated from somewhere. You know, the fact that you're going to impute and, and Charlie Strong, to his credit, and I think Charlie Strong has always done this. Uh, I think he did it at Texas on his way out the door. Look, when, when you get fired, you want to burn the house down. Charlie, Spr- Charlie Strong stayed above the fray in that. Uh, and here was part of what his statement was. He goes, "While I'm shocked and saddened at the recent arrest of a member of our team, I'm disappointed that the actions of two players over the last two months have harmed the reputation of our program, our wonderful university, and of my character." Uh, I mean, so Charlie Strong taking account for this. I don't know what this judge thinks. You, you know, do you follow him around 24/7, 365? Is that what you're supposed to do? Uh, apparently, the judge thinks so. And again, it seems so bizarre. And I'll tell you what, Jamie, I'm not, but I'm going to run this by a couple of attorney friends of mine. I think anytime this lady sits on a bench anymore, and if I'm the defense attorney, is there, pr- based on her statements in this, mm-hmm. and again, these kids were accused of the crime. If they're guilty, that will play out in the court of law, right? And that's what our system is. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's still the best in the world. Does it make mistakes? Sure. But the fact that she is assuming guilt right. on these guys? What if I'm the next defendant that goes in there for a jaywalking charge and I'm looking at this lady going, is she assuming I'm guilty? I think that is a very problematic way to put it. And I think uh, I, I, I think you're going to have some issues with that. We're gonna I think there'll be some the, blowback you know, from we're it. We're going to jump talk to Sean on the Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union. Sean, what's up?
5: Justin. Justin, Justin I'm Look, sorry. I- Hey, hey, that's all right, but look, I wanted to uh, weigh in on a Charlie Strong deal. You know, li- looking at this stuff, I'm a sports guy. The sports avenue of all this kind of stuff is-, is what brings me back listening and everything else, but there are some people that do not know a defensive end from an end table, and that's going to be this lady <laughs> right here. Uh, you know, yeah. she- she's got all the the, in- the intelligence and degrees in the world, sounds like, but uh, you know there are some people that just refuse, you know, to uh, to to not tell tales out of school. You know, I mean she, she 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 just does not. And and those are also the people that uh, that cling to the Levar Ball deal. You know, it's just it's just it's it's so it's so it's sports soap operas for women. And um, you know the, these are the kind of people that uh, that even are are the reason that this stuff you know makes makes the media. And um, you know. It's, a lot of times we want to see this stuff just swept under the rug and uh, and, and just disregarded. Uh, but a lot of times, bringing this, you know, to light will help other people say, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I shouldn't say something. And hopefully, uh, there'll be other people that that learn from this and do a little studying and, and research before they go and uh, spit off the mouth.
1: Good stuff, Justin. Appreciate yeah. the text and the call. Excellent points, uh, JB. He's, he's- You know, we have turned this into soap opera. We we absolutely have. He's correct. I mean, this is WWE. We've turned everything in sports. It's like the Kardashian show with a basketball or a football or a baseball. But that's what people want. It's the National Enquirer with a 10-foot goal.
2: Terry, this is the time of year that you as a coach fear probably the most in your approaching summer because now the silly season begins. And we've already had, even between the end of spring practice and over the summer, Kids getting in trouble. And here's the here's the thing. Nick's from Nick Saban to Matt Viator to Skip Holtz to Broderick Fobbs around here and coaches all of Terry, what do they do? Usually they bring in police officers, they bring in ex cons, they bring in everything when these problems don't do this. Don't use drugs. Don't rape a girl. Don't be violent. Don't, you know, don't do this. And what inevitably happens? They're there are some that don't that, – that goes in one ear that day and out the other. Uh, they don't – kids – th- I mean, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids don't – they think they're blue steel. They don't think they're going to have any repercussions from it. What's wrong with smoking a little weed? Well, you know, if that were the case, if it was really that great, everybody would be signing with Colorado and want to be drafted by the Denver Broncos. Uh, okay, there's – you know, I'm okay with – you know, but again – you can't – for her to make a broad statement about the entire USFL the coaching staff and whatever, she was way out of bounds. And more than importantly, she didn't do her homework because she doesn't know what Charlie Strong did as a head coach at Texas.
1: Uh, we're going to jump uh, before the break here to catch this one. We're going to welcome in on the Ouachita Valley Federal Credit Union Hotline, Jay. Jay, what's up? Good morning to you, sir. Hey, Jay. Uh, good
4: morning, fellas. How you are doing? Good. Terry, here's the point that the judge missed, too. Uh, Charlie Strong just got there. Those are Willie Taggart's players. Those aren't Charlie Strong's kids. So, number one, if you're going to blame somebody, blame Taggart, who went to Oregon, and the strength coach ended up with a bunch of players in the hospital. So, if you want to blame somebody for the kids, blame him. Charlie Strong just got there. Did the judge not see where when he first got to Texas he kicked, what was it, like 11 kids off the team his first year? Quickly. So, yeah. I mean, quickly. Like, they hadn't even played a game, and he already was kicking kids off the team. So, the judge completely, I, I think that the judge should just be quiet and go away, or she should not be allowed to hear any more cases.
1: Yeah, I, I'm wondering if I'm a defendant in that courtroom next, and I know she has a preconceived disposition to think that I'm guilty. Uh, that sort of concerns me if I'm either a, a defendant or defending someone in there. It, you know, here's the other thing about it. And have you ever had anybody in your life, Jay, that disappointed you, that did something you thought they shouldn't do?
4: Oh, yeah, everybody
1: has. Yeah, we all have, right? And so, yeah. can you do you ultimately blame the coaches? Yeah, you blame the coaches because that's the only person you can blame. We all take chances on kids. Somebody took a chance on me one time. You know, we, we all do that, and a lot of people, they're better for it. And... You do. You take chances. You work on kids. I promise you, Charlie Strong is just like Calipari or Ogeron or Sabin or me or whoever else. They think if you bring a kid into your program, they're going to be better men for it. Now, does that mean you have 100% success rate? No. I, there's not 100% success rate in anything other than you're going to die. That's 100%. You're going to die. Other than that, it's yep. nothing out there. But you try to help kids, and I think this lady really did a disservice to every single kid out there. Uh, and not only the South Florida alumni, but kids across the country. Could you blame Taggart? Uh, you know, I guess you could, but Taggart's not the guy in there that, uh, and again, at the end of the day, these kids are still innocent until proven guilty. If they're guilty, it'll come out. But I think right. we, she really jumped the gun on it, and it just, uh, I, I think it gave her, I think it gave the judges in her area uh, just a sort of a, a, a bad name to, to jump like that, because the judge of all people needs to be impartial. I get her lecturing the guys or, or whatever after they get convicted, but your job is to hear that and not make value judgments on, on other men And then until they're sentenced, and then you can make whatever judgments you make, but that's just me. Right.
4: Everybody, needs to, stop blaming, everybody needs to stop blaming the coaches for these um, young men and young women uh, doing stupid stuff. I mean, because everybody wants to yell, well, they're grown, They're grown until they get caught doing something ignorant. Then it's where, you know, they were just a child. Okay, you want to be a grown-up, you have to accept grown-up responsibility for your actions. And stop blaming these coaches for these children being idiots.
1: And we do stupid stuff. I don't know about you. I did all kinds of stupid stuff when I was a kid. And and thank God I I grew out of that. Sometimes we still do it. Sometimes I still do stupid stuff.
4: (laughs) Yeah, everybody does.
1: Yeah, but the point being, that's what kids go to college for. That's why you grow up. You learn not to do certain stupid things. You throw in alcohol. Appreciate the call, Jay. We're late for a break. But, you know, you throw in the alcohol factor, Jamie, and it just it, it increases the odds of stupid things happening. I don't know that alcohol or drugs were involved here. If I had to guess, I would say one of the two, if not both. But, again, it's you're, you're innocent until proven guilty, and, and it just it, it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, when the judge does something like that, I'm a big supporter of law enforcement and the legal community, but when they overstep, I promise you, I will call it out. Again, we can read you the baseball box scores, or we can get into opinionated things that promote discussion. That's what I like. You're listening to ESPN 977. This segment is sponsored by our friends, GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I'll be back in a minute. In
0: touch with the
4: To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investment.
3: I'm
4: Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones financial advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.
3: Sometimes the grass grows so fast it feels like you
1: live in a jungle. Here's Richie McKinney. Tame the jungle in half the time with a Hustler Zero Turn Mower from McKinney's and Ruston. With heavy duty welded steel decks, powerful Kohler and Kawasaki engines, Hustler stands the test of time. Prices started just $27.99 or only $67 a month. It's 0% interest for qualified buyers.
3: Come see us today at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, because it's a jungle out there.
0: Folks, it's time you got the internet speed and reliability you deserve. It's time for City of Ruston's Fiber Internet. Hi, Kevin with Hitech here. Let's leave the slow speeds and the multiple interruptions behind, plans starting at less than $100 per month. Isn't it time you got the internet speed and reliability you deserve? Call us today at 582-1800 to learn more. That's Hitech, 582-1800. Go track sign to
3: Hot Rod Barbecue, where Hot Rod's rules. Treat your crew to a family pack of slow cooked pit style ribs. Risk chicken, lamb, turkey, sausage, and pork loin. Take the lead with our high octane baked beans, parslaw, and big block potato salad. Take the checkered flag with our peach con. Crowds go wild over our fast track lunch special. Dine in or make a pit stop at our drive thru. Hot Rod Barbecue open Monday through Saturday, 11 till 9. And we cater to Eat in the Winter Circle. Hot Rod Barbecue, 1980. Don't you just love to see your mom's eyes sparkle and that loving smile on her face? This year, give mom more sparkle with a special mom's love gift from National Jewelry. Save 20% off on all pearls, 20% off citizen watches. National Jewelry has all the diamond sparkle for her hands, wrist, neck, and ears. All guaranteed to bring a smile to her face and a sparkle to her eyes. All at National Jewelry, your diamond and engagement ring store, Reynolds Drive, Ruston.
6: If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe, LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Yeah. We're living on the
0: edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7.
1: Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, uh, our friend Jay chimes in. It's pretty good. Uh, the judge down in South Florida that kind of went off on she's ashamed of everything. I wonder if those two kids, let me ask you this now. What if you think they were business majors? Just, let's just say both of them happen to be business majors. You think she'd be ashamed of the business school? What if they were criminal justice? Would she be ashamed of the criminal justice school or just the football team? What if
2: they're members of the law school?
1: Yeah. Interesting. Well. Uh, at any rate, uh, Jay says the judge definitely got herself a pair of big baller shoes and also some big baller pull-up pants. Unfit to sit the bench.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's going to catch a lot of heat from this as, as well. She should because, uh, like I said, she didn't do her homework. She she, and I, and I don't know. I mean, she may love the football team. She may not. She may, <laughs> I'm guessing not. Jamie. She may be one of these people that you know that that uh, college athletics is an inconvenient truth about the university experience, uh, and she hates it. Uh, you know, I, I would love to know her background. Whether she served on the faculty at USF before going into. Uh, but anyway, be interesting to know. Um, so, uh, again, I think she's painted this with a broad – and, I, again, tell you what we said, and, and, you know, our callers have indicated. I mean, this coaches, administrators, everybody goes into great lengths to try to steer kids this – you're going to get in trouble if you do this, this, is it. I don't know. I mean, for all I know, you know, why, it, why does it seem like – I mean, Terry – how can I put this down here? You and I may have had, every once in a while, the stars may have aligned properly, and we may have had, shall I say, a tete-a-tete in college and, in which uh, our, our estrogen and all this ran strong, and the next thing we know, we're being accused of rape. Um, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but why, you know, it, it seems like athletes seem, this seems to follow them, and I'm not saying it's not true that, sure that they're not guilty. I'm not saying this. Some athletes, are. Some are guilty of some it. Some are, absolutely. There's no question about it. They're guilty. Um, but that's why
1: we have a court system.
2: Yeah, and, and then to come right out, I mean, this, this is, you got to handle it on a case-by-case basis. Do we like this? Do we condone this? Heck no.
1: You mean I but, can't say all defensive backs are bad and all no. wide receivers are good? I mean, listen. <laughs> and, and to your point, Terry, and we brought this up a
2: number of times, coaches, there's two things involved with, with coaching, and I think you'll admit this. Number one, You take a kid with a troubled past, there's two components in play. Number one, most importantly, is you as the coach think you can get the kid on the straight and narrow, keep him from getting – when Urban Meyer signed Heron Hernandez, did he really think that he was going to turn out this way? No. No. He knew he had a troubled past, but – and maybe maybe this is false bravado or or whatever they think about themselves, head coaches – But when he brought him into that, I'm going to get him into my quote-unquote culture. I'm going to put him around our kids, who are 98% of them are great kids, and he'll be better off for the
1: experience. Absolutely. Do you think that, uh, I don't know, let's go to Harvard for a moment. Do you think Harvard is pretty pleased with with the school that they have? They think they're the best, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, do you think that uh, if you go out to CenturyLink and you interview the people out there, the the up-brass, do you think they think they have the best company in America? Sure they do. Absolutely. Uh, Delta Airlines, any of these great companies. You go out to uh, to West Winter High School and talk to the football coaches. They think they have the best thing going. and Whether they do or not, it's arbitrary, but the fact is people think that. And you get back into colleges and kids, it's that, I I won't use the word arrogance, but it's just that confidence that we're going to be able to get things out of you that you can't get out of yourself. And Urban Meyer or Nick Saban or Larry Cordero or whoever it might be, they believe, and I'm the same way, I still believe that, that I have the ability to impact people. At the end of the day, you're still making choices. You know, it's like your parents. Your parents teach you right from wrong, hopefully. At the end of the day, did you ever do wrong and you knew that it was the wrong thing to do and you could hear your dad's voice going, hey, don't do that, you did it anyway? That's a choice you make. That's free will. You throw in an alcohol or drug factor, and now all bets are off. I'm not telling you that's what happened here. You don't know, but that's why you have a judicial system. That's why you have a court process, uh, and you don't pronounce guilt upon anyone until you go through that process. And the fact that she calls Charlie Strong out like he is like these kids are guilty, she is assuming guilt. Mm -hmm. on these kids, and her statement was there have been two in court here in the last two months on very violent felonies, not violent felonies, very violent felonies, charged. Has there anybody been charged that's not guilty before? I think a couple. You know, and so, again, I think we run the gamut because I have views all over the map. I will call out conservative just as quickly as I'll call out progressive, and if you're this judge, maybe you just got mad, I don't know, maybe... Who knows why that, that she, she got so upset the way that she did? I understand the outrage. You don't want people at your university, and let's face it, football and basketball people are the face of that university. That is the front porch to the institution. Right now, Louisiana Lafayette is dealing with 13 of their football players getting kicked out because of felony theft. You don't think that goes around the country? It does.
2: And there's a new component to that that a lot of people don't know about. And uh, supposedly, one of the th- – the player. This was a player on the team that they robbed. A lot of people don't know that. This player, by the way, happened to have been involved in something that may have involved sexual assault. The players were trying to run this kid off, supposedly, supposedly. And that's why they took it upon themselves, which was supposed to be an act of cleaning the decks of this, this player who was a, who, who a bad egg and who has since left the program, so mission accomplished. It didn't turn out that way. You're going to see, I think, as time goes on, there'll be more revelations about this. So it wasn't just, and by the way, so it's not, so on first blush, it appears like, well, you know, ULL's program is out of control. There's another component to this that will come out.
1: Well, my my junior, I work for a junior college coach. He's a Hall of Fame guy in the top, I think, seven ever wins junior college. Great man. And he had a saying, and he would always tell us this, and it's the truth. He goes, you know, you can take one donkey and put him on your team. One horse is behind. Mm-hmm. One problem kid. If you take two, they breed. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and true. you get a whole team full of them. And, and so that was sort of his philosophy. And we take one one trouble kid a year. Mm-hmm. We're not taking more than that. But I always tried to, and sometimes you you pick the problems you want. You know, I learned that from him as we get ready to go to break here. You know, you could go get some trouble kids, and he's get, the head coach going to coach them two hours a day. Guess who's got them the other 22 hours of the day? Yeah, good luck, assistant coach. Ask the guys walking Jameis Winston around when he jumps up on the table in the student union. You got issues. You imagine how many were following Johnny Manziel around? Oh, some good. kids, it's just they, they court issues like that, and, and trouble seems to find them even when they're not looking for
2: it. I don't him. think Ryan Paraloo ever walked a, camp, a, a college campus without somebody. Oh, uh, he was probably had him? multiple people at Jacksonville State. He was yeah, I know because he was walked every class. Absolutely. At Jacksonville State.
1: I, look, I've done that myself before wow. with kids. Uh, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Navell. Look, you got anything going on? Uh, graduation gift, anniversary gift, birthday. You got Mother's Day coming up. Heck, you got Father's Day coming up as well. Go check out our people at Spa Navell, Lammy Lane and Monroe, folks. Look, you want to get out of the doghouse. That's where you want to go. Spa, pamper the special people in your life. 318 807 1060. 318 807 1060. Spa Novell. We return James DeMayo in a sport security segment that you're not going to want to miss. Back in a minute.
6: the retirement liquidation sale at Bacchus True Value Hardware in Ruston, and everything must go. Many items marked at 50% off. Further reductions have been made on all rental equipment. All guns and bows are sale price to move. It's a wall-to-wall store closing sale at Bacchus. One half price on many items like assorted tools, nuts, bolts, and screws, and other hardware. Christmas items, too. Bacchus is closing, so everything must go. Sale hours, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily close Sunday. Bacchus True Value Hardware and Rental, 103 North Service Road, Ruston. Can't touch this.
3: Hey, Greg Tilley's in bosier city you need to check out our huge new line of modular homes as low as 47 dollars a square foot double wides or triple wides visit our photo gallery today at tillyshomes.com
5: if you could talk to your animal when they say they're telling you to take me to north monroe animal hospital listen closely and you'll hear what dr david weber hears That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545.
4: When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby felt hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today.
3: Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411.
6: J. Mallard Ford Lincoln has sold a bunch of new cars and taken in a bunch of trades. So the lot is filled with over 65 clean used vehicles at nice low prices. Trucks to SUVs, certified pre-owned Lincolns to economy cars, many under 10,000 and most qualify for the convenient buy here, pay here program. Remember, if they don't have it, they'll go get it. Check the inventory at jmallardford.com. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro.
0: How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry
1: Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you, Jamie.
2: That's Cinco de Mayo or Cinco de Mayo. Tomato, tomato. Well, I was doing that in honor of our, our guest.
1: Oh, it is Cinco de Mayo. Come on, man. Me. I
2: I, missed, no, I'm sorry about that, James. I didn't catch on that.
1: I was trying to make a little play on words. It
2: is Cinco. I blew it. You can tell we don't rehearse this, right? No, I'm sorry. That was told, <laughs> but happy Cinco de Mayo to everyone.
1: Welcome in, James. Uh, James de joining us here on ESPN 97.7, a uh, world-renowned, can we say, sport and entertainment security program. Uh, aficionado, an expert, if you will. James, welcome in, man. Glad you're here. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, gentlemen.
2: Thank you so much. Good
1: morning. Hey, good morning to you. Hey, I want to get right into this. Uh, With all the crazy things going on in Texas this week, North Lake College, uh, a guy got killed out there, uh, I think, uh, on campus, and actually a very good friend of mine is a basketball coach there. Didn't happen too far from his building. We saw what happened at the University of Texas. Uh, with the stabbings, and uh, unfortunately a student lost their life there. I just kind of wanted to get your take on that and and, and kind of uh, see where you go and see if you could offer maybe some tips to our listeners uh, out and about with their families sometime.
7: Uh, Absolutely, Terry. Certainly uh, tragedies coming out of uh, the University of Texas. You look at a highly trained uh, police department, it's open carry, campus carry. Um, Certainly, you know, bad things happen, uh, and that's really the unfortunate situation. As you mentioned, uh, you know, the world is – we're living in is, is obviously conflicted so you know some of the tips that we could, can kind of learn in terms of lessons is just uh, you know just being aware of what's going on around us uh, you know certainly uh, you know post-dallas and san diego unfortunately uh, gentlemen uh, these challenges continue for all of us so you know what can we do in terms of our own personal safety uh, just having uh, more of a, a heightened awareness a situational awareness uh, for ourselves and our families you know, whether we're attending, uh, you know, a sporting event uh, where, you know, we'd like to think everybody was properly screened uh, as, as we go into the stadium or, or being at a festival or an open-ended uh, type of event where things can happen. And, and it's not just inclement weather, but it could be somebody who's uh, disgruntled, somebody who's disenfranchised, uh, somebody who's suffering from mental illness, who's not being properly treated. You know, what, what kind of steps can we take in advance to just, you know, just be more aware of... Of what we can do to to survive and it's not really to scare anyone but it's it's just kind of a wake-up call for all of us terry in that uh you know again the challenges continue so um you know it's a great conversation because it's a timely timely discussion
1: james uh, let's get specific to this because you and i have talked off the air before and you know if we're if i'm going out with my family to the mall this weekend or if i'm going with my family to uh to any sort of event can you give us some practical tips that uh, that you would provide, uh, maybe your family on on what to look for or, or, or just different things? I mean, go, go in that direction if you don't mind.
7: Well, I appreciate the question, and yes, yes, we did speak about this, Terry. And it, it actually happened to me and my family last weekend here in suburban Raleigh. We were at one of the, the larger shopping malls uh, around four o'clock in the afternoon. We were inside one of uh, I'll call them the anchor uh, stores inside you know, um, you know the mall area, but uh, Literally, the lights went out, not only in the anchor store, but throughout the entire mall. Um, My son is 13 years old, and he looked at me, and he said, Hey, Dad, what are are the chances of somebody coming in here and shooting this place up? Now, that is, you talk about the mouth of babes, but that's from a 13-year-old who said that to me. Um, My first thought initially was maybe some type of, uh, you know, obviously brownout or or cybersecurity uh, breach. So, you know, as we were exiting the store, I spoke to store security, and they said that, a similar situation that happened uh, recently, and just you know, just be careful leaving the mall because uh, when you come across uh, you know the exits, uh, you know the traffic lights will probably be out. Well, Terry certainly, as we left, uh, not only was the mall out, but uh, you know stores and, and hospitals, everything in the surrounding area, uh, was out, which was quite concerning to me because again, uh, my son was right on point with that. That is a perfect scenario. Um, you know, um, in terms of some type of uh, electricity challenge uh, for an active shooter situation to unfold. So, again, my 13-year-old son actually thought about it before I did. So at least, at least the younger generation is really in tune uh, to, to the challenges. So what can we do? Uh, it was a great dry run for me and my family because we talked about, you know, where we would meet in the event uh, we were split up, you know, kind of a predetermined meeting place. Um, Certainly we're going to follow all directives from responding law enforcement, but, you know, the tips are are, are really obvious, uh, Terry, in that, you know, 7 to 15 minutes before law enforcement comes to some type of uh, active shooter uh, challenge, you and your family have to have a pre-planned, you know, kind of scenario where what you're going to do to survive. Um, And, you know, obviously by the time law enforcement gets down there, all the bad stuff's over with. We've seen that time and time again. Uh, When I was in law enforcement, you know, we used to go and, you know, we handle things differently, you know, before Columbine. But certainly post-Columbine now, law enforcement is coming down to eliminate that threat immediately. So before they get there, what steps will you take with your family in terms of deciding where you're going to meet? Uh, fully charged cell phones, obviously full tank of gas on the car. Again, it's not the scary one, but you really need to have this discussion because we're in this mall, which is, you know, one of the larger malls in suburban Raleigh, and, you know, we, we actually came up with a plan. Um, there were other people that were sitting in the mall on their cell phones, and they were completely clueless as to what was going on around them. Thankfully, nothing happened, but, again, it's, it's a good lesson for us all to, to really, you know, talk about in the event something truly does happen.
1: Is there a hierarchy or a protocol of things to do? God forbid you find you and your family or you're in a situation where there is an active shooter. Uh, is there guidelines? Uh, and, you know, law enforcement or first responders are not there yet. Is there advice that you could give on on that?
7: Well, certainly the first thing you want to do is run away uh, from wherever you're hearing, you know, that kind of activity. You know, obviously to run, hide, fight, uh, which is what they teach certainly throughout the country. But, you know, if there is some type of situation you want to evacuate, uh, as safely and as quickly as possible. Again, it's that precious time frame before law enforcement comes down that if you're with your family, you have to have that, that predetermined plan in advance. So certainly you want to run uh, from that aggressor or from that, you know, situation we saw over at UT. You can only imagine coming outside the gym and seeing this person with the knife stabbing people. Uh, you want to run from that scenario as quickly and safely as possible. Um, and, and certainly reach out to law enforcement to have them come down and, and take care of that situation. Um, you know, if you're in a, in, in a school environment, you certainly, uh, if you don't have the option of running, you may want to hide, obviously, uh, in, in an area where you can cordon yourself off. Um, and really, only if your life is on the line, Terry, are you going to, you know, take on that aggressor and fight that aggressor. So it's really in those stages, but it really depends, again, if you're, you know, kind of in a softer target, which is retail loss prevention which is more of an open space. Um, but, you know, again, just having the awareness, having the discussion, you know, the platform with ESPN today is, is certainly uh, you know vital to, to getting this message out to a larger audience.
1: James DeMo joining us. Uh, are the James are there behavioral things that we could notice or characteristics or traits maybe of somebody, a, a bad guy, are, are there ticks out there, are there tails, if you will, to use maybe a poker term, that maybe you could help you identify those, those folks a little bit early and maybe give you a little bit of a, um, a, a, an early warning, for lack of a better word.
7: Well, certainly, you know, and behavioral analysis is kind of a study where, you know, you would look for those clues. But, you know, obviously if you're on a college campus and there's a fellow student that, that's maybe having a bad day, uh, sitting next to you in class, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you may want to you know share that information with an academic advisor or somebody you know on campus. Don't don't kind of slough it off, thinking that maybe it's not something because it could potentially become something very very dangerous. So you know, looking for someone that that obviously seems distraught, uh, somebody you know obviously uh, you know a, a fellow employee who was recently terminated, and you know mm-hmm. kind of you know said something to to you as they left uh, you know um, that business environment. You may want to share that information with with your manager. So, you know, again, uh, depending on what environment you're in, it could be, you know, retail loss prevention. If you're working, you know, obviously at, at, you know, one of the anchor stores in a mall, it could be in a corporate environment. It could be sports and entertainment uh, where someone was just uh, recently let go. You really have that obligation to, you know, if it doesn't feel right to you to share that information uh, because you really don't want to live with that regret later on in life that, that you knew something could potentially go wrong, and it did. Because you didn't share that information with somebody who, who could obviously step in and try to, you know, mitigate that risk before something bad happens.
1: James, what is the duty? You, you mentioned academic advisor or someone like that. Who uh, Most of those people are not trained in that sort of thing. What is their duty if a student comes and says, hey, look, I, I don't know if this is anything, but uh, the guy in class is making me very nervous. What is their duty? What uh, is their duty? As an employee of an institution or or a business, to report that further up the, the the chain of command.
7: Well, it's a it's a terrific question. Their duty is to obviously you know share that information, uh, you know, with law enforcement on campus if they feel it's something that that is uh, reportable. Obviously, you know, there's there's Title IX, there's Clery. You know, anything of of sexual nature has to be reported, or the university could be subject to, I believe, a twenty-five or thirty thousand dollar fine. Uh, we're seeing, you know, throughout the country that that certain universities did not uh, report in a timely manner, and they were subject to fines and and certainly adverse brands So, you know, if you're in that situation, um, you know, it's it's incumbent upon campus uh, safety to get out there and train these folks on on not only how to uh, field uh, this information, but to properly pass it on uh, to somebody in law enforcement so it could be you know investigated. And you know, I've always said everything's the real thing until proven otherwise. So. If you are, um, you know, you are privy to that kind of information, uh, it certainly be, should be passed up the chain. And, and uh, you know, again, campus safety should look into it to make sure that it's nothing, obviously, a serious a serious situation.
1: Fascinating topic today. James DeMaio joining us here on ESPN 97.7. James, we got to get you back on because I, I want to get into, as we get closer to college football and the big crowds in the stadiums and what have you, a lot of festivals in the uh, going on this summer all across the country. Big crowds, uh, egress not as well in some places as you would like. Maybe some tips along those lines. Uh, again, very timely discussion. we got to get you back on very, very soon and do a much longer segment. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks, everybody, for listening to ESPN 97.7. Thank you to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Bobby Manning, attorney at law, Spa Novell, Pie Works Gourmet Pizza by Design, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. U.S. 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. By the way, go get you some nice, fresh pizza today at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Tower Drive in Monroe, next to Nukes. Thanks to all the texters today. Thanks to our callers. And thanks to my good friend, James DeMeo, for joining us and giving us some very timely and worthwhile advice uh, and suggestions on keeping you and your family safe. For Jamie Foxx, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Waldrop. We will see you Monday, folks. Aloha. Have a great weekend.
0: Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it on. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.